Welcome to another episode. I'm sorry I have not been uploading podcasts. And um, I said earlier on my Instagram that I was going to record a podcast and then I totally forgot. I had like a lot of coaching calls today and things to do. And then somebody just messaged me on Instagram and was like, finally, you're recording a podcast. I was like, oh shit, I forgot to do that. So I've had two glasses of wine. So this will be a little bit more exciting for you guys. So I did do, I did put a Q&A out on my podcast, my podcast, here we go, on my Instagram last week and I got a few questions, so I'm going to answer those and I was just going to give like a little life update. So in case you guys are really interested in my life, I don't know if you are, but you're about to hear what's happening. But I'll start with the um, Q&A. So if, if you are interested, you can, you can um, stay till the end. So the first question was... Um, how do you come up with content? And she mentioned that she struggles to come up with content each day. So I would definitely say that my 90% of my content, whether it's like Instagram posts or podcasts or anything like that is, um, what, I, whatever I'm going through at the current time. So it's either something I'm struggling with that I'm working through, or a client has messaged me and asked me about it, or I have like a few coaching calls every day. And there's usually some really good insights in coaching calls where we have a big realization and we break through something and I'm like oh my gosh I need to do a post on this because so many people struggle with that so and also in the Facebook group I get a lot of feedback of people what they're struggling with and then I create content around that so really it's just like what's coming up for me and it's usually like what do I really need to hear today um I also have a page for notes for when ideas kind of um pop up on my phone oh my god I'm literally making no sense. Um, I have a notes page on my phone. I'm going to need to edit this. Um, for when ideas pop into my head, um, when I'm just out and about or someone asks me something or I'm like, okay, I need to write a post on that. So I have kind of a list of things that come up for me. Um, but yes, typically it's either what do I need to hear right now or what do I love to read about and learn about? And I develop content based on that. I also... This is going to sound like a bit woo-woo, but I spend a lot of time trying to really connect to like a higher power source, whatever it is you want to call it. So during a meditation, I'll get a lot of my ideas and I call them kind of like nudges or downloads. So I'll get my journal out and I'll write at the top of the page, like, what do my people need to hear today? And I'll just sit with it and I'll put on some binaural beats and I just breathe and bring myself to a space of um, allowing and receiving. And I that's a few years ago, I would have been like, what is this bullshit? Like, what is this person talking about? But ideas will come to you when you can access your subconscious mind. And I really believe that we are all one in this entire universe and our subconscious minds are all connected. And if I can let go enough to really connect to that, I can receive so much inspiration and like amazing ideas that I never would have thought of just on my own by trying to force it. And um, even today, like I just had a bunch of things like come up for me when I did my meditation that I want to post about. So if things aren't coming to you, just sit with it longer and give yourself self the space to to allow things to come to you. Like you shouldn't have to force content. It should be able to come kind of through you. So give yourself some space to meditate and allow it to come through. Another way that I develop content is I have like so many, obviously manifestation and law of attraction books. And I will just open up a random page and whatever jumps out at me, I'll write a post on it or I'll pull a tarot card and, and I'll write a post on it. 
So, or I'll just like journal for 10 minutes, stream of consciousness, and then I'll write about that. So it's just really give yourself space to not force it and um, let things come to you. And that is, it's almost like, this is going to sound even more woo-woo. It's almost like channeling, like let things come through you as opposed to um, forcing it. So that is my biggest tip. Give yourself space. And then somebody else asked, biggest thing that you've learned from all your relationships, which is, whoo, that is a big question. So as most of you guys know, I was engaged and um, I've been in lots of relationships. I'm definitely the relationship queen, I would say. Um, I've just been in a lot of like long-term relationships, like five years, straight into a one year, straight into a three year, straight into, oh wait, there's a four year in there. There's, I've basically been in a relationship my whole life. So, um, I have learned a lot and honestly, relationships have been my biggest teacher throughout my entire life. And I'm so grateful for every person that I've met because they have taught me something every single time. So I think the biggest thing I've learned is for me personally, is to listen to myself more when it comes to making decisions. So I've spent a lot of my own life just not really trusting my own opinion. And if I was going to go back in time and redo a lot of things, I would, in regards to my relationships, I wouldn't talk about them with other people because then you're getting a lot of unwanted opinions and ideas and letting things snowball that might not even be true. It's kind of like you complain about something once and then all of a sudden it becomes this huge thing and law of attraction, you almost manifest it into something so much bigger than it originally was. So that would be my biggest thing that I've learned is like, of course, like if you need to process something, process it. But like me and Lauren came up with this whole bitch and burn idea um, for our mind magic challenge because we're really working on not complaining. So it's like write a letter, burn it, write a letter to the universe, burn it, let it go and come back to what you're grateful for around that person. So if I could give anyone a tip that is in relationships or looking for their soulmate, focus on what you love about that person. And when you first meet someone, you know when it's just like so amazing and so wonderful, it's because you haven't discovered their flaws yet because you're so focused on looking for all the things that you really like. Imagine if you kept that up for your entire relationship. Imagine if you only focused on the things you really love about that person and you were able to draw more of that out of them as opposed to focusing on that one thing that you didn't like, which automatically draws more of that out of them because I really believe in law of attraction, obviously, and manifestation. So in my going into my next relationship, I am all about focusing on what I love about them, focusing on what I want and what I desire. And that's either going to draw that out of them or it's going to or it's going to naturally allow them to fade away and for the right person to come into my reality. So I really believe that. I think focusing on the negative only brings more of the negative in and continues to create that pattern. So that is the biggest thing I've learned and that there's it's always this or something better. So I think like in my previous history, like five years ago, I was very insecure. I, I really wanted just somebody to love me. So I would take anyone, like anyone that showed interest in me. I was like, I will be, I will mold myself into the perfect girlfriend that you want. Like I would figure out their likes, their dislikes, what they found attractive. And I would change myself in every relationship. And I don't ever want to do that again. (laughs) I really lost myself a lot. Um, like five years ago, not, not in my last previous relationships, like the last two big ones, but, um, that was something that I did. Like I tried so hard to be the perfect girlfriend that I put aside 
my own self in order to become that person for them. And that's never going to work. It's like, it's also the exact same thing as you can never change anyone. So if you are in a relationship where you're thinking like you can change this person, I think you either need to love them as they are or move on. Don't think, don't think that they're going to change who they are because that's very unlikely. Maybe they will, but if you are staying with someone on the basis of they are going to change, don't do that. That's never going to, you're never going to be happy in that relationship. So you either need to be like, I love and accept this person unconditionally, or they're not the person for you. And I think that is so important. That brings me back to just really focusing on what you love about the person. And that's what I'm really focusing on moving forward. Um, and just the things that I've learned is that there are so many people out there who all bring so many amazing qualities to the table and not to settle. Like I never knew, um, just, uh, with Jordan, my fiance, that I could ever be so vulnerable with someone. And he made it so safe for me to express all my feelings, all my emotions. I've never had that in my whole life. Like even with my family, I've never been able to like really feel safe to like speak what's on my mind and not feel judged. And he taught me that. And I think every single relationship teaches us something so important. And I learned about like passion and chemistry and fun and music and different things from, from Jeremy and other relationships that I've had. Like those are kind of my two big ones, but, um, I've learned something from each and every person. And I am so grateful that I had those relationships and experienced loving those amazing people. And I think like, but the biggest thing I've learned is like, you can always view them as a learning curve. And, um, yeah, I mean, I have learned all my biggest lessons from my, my relationships in finding my own self-confidence in learning to be vulnerable in really learning to love myself and stand on my own two feet. So, I mean, the things I've learned are kind of endless. Like I could go on forever, but I think looking at every relationship as an opportunity to just love somebody. So you are in a relationship so that you can love that person. That's it. They are not there to make you happy. They are not there to make you feel beautiful or pump your tires. Like that is your own job. And I love what Brooke Castillo says about relationships. She's like, the only reason you're in a relationship is that so you can love that person. That's it. So you can give them love because that is the thing. Like, it feels so good to love and we need to stop making relationships into like this contract where somebody else has to do all these things for us so that we can be happy. It's like my full belief now is like, I make my own self happy. That's it. Period. End of story. The person that I am with, I am there to love them. They are there for me to love them. They don't need to do anything else, but be themselves. And, um, if, if there's things that, don't align with me, they will naturally fall away or they're not the right person. And I'll know that. So I don't know if that made any sense, but I think it did. <laughs> and then somebody else asked about macro counting. Is it good or bad? I definitely am all about the intuitive eating. So I find macro counting to just be another form of dieting. It is very much like you're weighing out your food, you're counting all your calories and it's even worse. It's like carbs, proteins, fats. Oh my God, it's miserable. Don't do it. Um, 
it's another way to control your intake and it makes foods into good or bad. It starts labeling them into like, this is high fat or this is high sugar and I can't have this because I don't have any carbs left in the day. And you're automatically setting yourself up for failure because um, if you don't eat perfectly, then you're already feeling like you failed. Even if you had like the most amazing day, you are like a failure because you ate an apple and it had 26 grams of sugar. It's fucked that I remember that. I remember, I remember so many different counts of, um, foods. Cause I definitely used to macro count. Um, so I definitely don't recommend it. Um, I would say please check out the book intuitive eating or on my website, I have a free 10 day intuitive eating challenge where you get 10 days of videos and learn all the steps of intuitive eating. And it's all about tuning into your body and there's so much more behind it, but I've done episodes on intuitive eating, so I'm not going to dive into that right now. Um, and those were the main questions that I had. Um, right now me and Lauren are doing a mind magic challenge, which you've obviously heard about on the podcast, but it has been the most amazing challenge of my life. Like you heard the last episode. Okay. So I'll fill you guys in without giving away too much. (laughs) So it's day eight of the challenge. And yeah, basically I set an intention, um, around relationships and it's been unfolding like crazy. So all of the most amazing opportunities for me to grow and figure out what I want and like, kind of move forward let go of old things and like I've met some wonderful people that are that are showing me kind of like what's possible so I'm really excited for the future and like there's some big big things going on um with just in my life I feel like I'm kind of in the end of like a phase of like um things are finishing like stuff with the gym is kind of going to be wrapping up and then I'm kind of like free to really pursue this new career which feels super terrifying um and amazing at the same time I think I'm getting ready to move into a new place and um just live my dream life I'm just gonna kind of go for it and I mean it's scary but I want to be an inspiration to you guys to be like go for what you want like what is your dream life what does that look like every day? How can you live that now and start pursuing it every single day? And I think the Mind Magic Challenge is huge for kind of giving me the confidence to go for it. And I love the support in the group because um, everyone's been very vulnerable and very open and really shared a lot of themselves. And the magic of appreciation every single day is massive. So I would love to appreciate my podcast listeners for listening to me talk. Um, and I love recording podcasts and I'm going to get a bunch more up this week. So, um, I can kind of focus on more things now (laughs) and just, if I could give any piece of advice, it's like, what is the story you're telling yourself in your life? How can you shift that to a new story and start telling it to yourself every single day? Because I've seen magic happen in the past week. Um, truthfully, crazy magic and I would love for you guys to see it as well so we're turning the mind I can't remember if I said this already but we're turning the mind magic challenge into a movement a monthly subscription and I cannot wait to see what people are accomplishing there so I hope you guys have a fabulous day and I will see you soon for a new podcast ASAP